It's Friday. It's Raw Mind Live. We got Tony Tucker. He got his boat stuff up. And, man, we got a lot to discuss from NBA to NFL. He's dancing. He's ready to boat up. But we're going to boat up in a different way. Hit my music. You're on time to talk sports with Raw Mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds. From press box to sideline. Who got cut? Who got signed? Who's clutch when it's crunch time? The starting lineup or the pine. These athletes compete, some without even trying. You want a championship? You gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine, they gon' cover the story not quite like rhyme. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime. Time. Got the game statistics. I could say, if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You want to be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. And welcome, welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. We have my guy, Tony Tucker. He's familiar to all the viewers and subscribers who's always here listening to the show. But as always, it's all about repetition. And in life, sometimes you got to re- re- repeat. Circle of life. With that being said, let them know who you are, Tony Tucker. Tony Tucker, uh, sports fan. Just like everybody else who <laughs> listens to this, my opinions <clears throat> are my own. They also mean squat, but I hope you enjoy them. Uh, if you want more of those opinions, go over to YouTube, MJT Football. We talk mostly football over there. Well, all football. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not doing any other sports. But I, I do love the NBA, golf, uh, tennis. I'm well-rounded individual, Ryan. And we already know that. We already know that. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and start with the NFL first before we dive into the NBA. Because the NBA is like the hot topic right now. So I'm going to get out the um, the NFL stuff right now. So let me see where I want to start here. Oh, got it. A divisional rivalry. A guy named Patrick Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl. And I want to ask you this, Tony. I want to ask you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask Tony because he's a diehard Colts fan. Excuse me, diehard Los Angeles Chargers fan. A guy in your division has won two Super Bowls. Is it safe to say that he surpassed Aaron Rodgers? I've been blindsided by this time. What is this? This is not (laughs) any sort of rundown. This is just like, this is gotcha television right here. Trying to make me cry in front of these people. Well, I won't. No, no, no. I'll pull it together. Um, We've talked about this a lot on our show. And on our show, there's three of us. And me and Mike are both Chargers fans. And our co-host, Joe Morley, is a Raiders fan. And I had to sit them down and have a real talk. I'm the oldest person on the show. And I was just like, guys, I've seen this before. And what's about to happen is not going to be pretty for the fans in the AFC West or the NFL. Because... Patrick Mahomes winning a Super Bowl, it's not, it wasn't unrealistic to think, but it was unrealistic for this to be the case right after you get rid of Tyreek Hill. You're not supposed to win it this year, starting all of those rookies all over the place. And one of the things that happened was when we left the draft, I just kept going, I'm so upset that Kansas City had as good of a draft as they had. They took those first. They took those first four picks, 
And they got Trent McDuffie, who was a real nice player. And they got George Karloftis, always need help at edge rusher. He was there. But I think what they really did was they started getting the guys that I was hoping the Chargers would draft, or really any team but the Chiefs, Leo Chanel and Joshua Williams. Mm. They were both on our um, – we do our mock drafts for the, the Nuts and Bolts show that I do with Mike. Both of those players were late-round picks for us, hoping that the Chargers would take them. And instead they went to the Chiefs, and they both played significant snaps throughout – and then you see, like, Isaiah Pacheco. You get a rookie running back like that. Like, CEH, see you, bud. You're not going to be there much longer. Like, you got one <laughs> rookie deal or whatever. They're not going to give you a fifth-year option, most likely. It's just it's frustrating because you can see what dedication and focus and sacrifice can do. You know, like, I don't know how much of this we're going to get into contract stuff or not, Ryan. But do you realize that by kickoff of next season that Patrick Mahomes could be the ninth highest paid quarterback in the NFL, depending on how this offseason shakes out, that there are going to be nine quarterbacks that eat up more salary cap than the guy who's a two-time MVP, two-time Super Bowl mm-hmm. champion, two-time mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP, tearing up the league? Are you kidding? And then I got to walk around everybody saying, oh, you copied Patrick Mahomes' haircut. No, I had it first. I'm like Gundy. Oh man, it's like he's great. What do you want to do? Like you can't even really hate on it. Like this year, I picked the Chiefs, and people were like, "You're a Chargers fan." I'm like, I'm not rooting for them. Right, right. The best player in the biggest game of the year with the coaching advantage. Why wouldn't I pick the Chiefs in this game? Like. It just made sense for them to win. And for me, raw thoughts, by the way, um, shout out. This episode is sponsored by Essential Collections by Monica Ritz. Handmade products, facials, body wash, body wash for kids, cream for women, men. You know, anybody want to look a little younger, she has the, the special cream she makes to make you even look younger. You know, keep your face pure. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, Tony, you can check it out. But with that being said, the one thing that hits me, I'm going to hit raw thoughts here. See, people, some days I may come with stats. Some days I'm going to just give you my raw thoughts. The one thing that hit me, and it hit me big, was, you know, a lot of people counted out Kansas City, myself as well. I'll be true. Raw thoughts. And under the impression, under the impression that Tyreek Hill was the everything. But it's a win-win, but a win-lose. We're going to say the win-win. Um, let's start with the win first. Tariq Hill goes to Miami. Tariq Hill gets his money. Tariq Hill gets paid. But gets a first-round exit in the playoffs. Then you have Patrick Mahomes. Everybody doubted. Without Tariq Hill and Travis Kelsey as the, the dynamic combo, they felt like he couldn't put in plug-in wide receiver players to still win a Super Bowl. Now you bring in him, and you think about guys like Tom Brady who had plug-in players year in, year out to win the Super Bowl. And now you add in, now Patrick Mahomes bringing in players like Juju Schuster was good in Pittsburgh. But nobody expected him to be like what he is. And I'm I'm just going to tell you right now, um, I know Tariq Hill, even though he made his money, he got paid as a family man. From the business side, Tariq Hill did, did the right thing. But on the football side, he's like, man, I can't believe this. Patrick Mahomes has pretty much proven that he's probably the best football player quarterback in the NFL 
And the crazy thing that I noticed all year long that people probably didn't notice is that he got a better offensive line. He did. But, man, his awareness, his eye awareness. This is a lot of quarterbacks. You know, we be watching games, Tony, and, you know, the commentator all say, he missed this guy wide open. He missed that guy wide open. It's rare that we hear Patrick Holmes miss a wide open guy. Like, his awareness to find the open man down the field, offensive coordinators are drooling. Now we say to ourselves, they made the right decision giving him that $500 million, no matter how much money they guarantee he got out of it. Could probably get more. And I sit here and think about, like, the way he won. I really had the Chargers win the division. You know, I felt like the Chargers is the one team that can, like, give them the Achilles heel. Out of all the teams in the NFL, I felt like the Chargers could score with them. But things yeah. kind of went haywire. And I felt like if they they was in the division round against Kansas City, Kansas City would probably been on their pins and knees because you have a third time playing the team three times and you have to play them. But, man, Patrick Mahomes, we talking about the saga of Aaron Rodgers and blah, blah, blah. We'll get into it a little later. And he ain't been to the Super Bowl since 2009, 2010. 49ers on him. Seattle done beat him in the NFC Championship. Atlanta done beat him in the Championship. I put up a little snippet on a podcast I did myself. We over here crying and drooling over Aaron Rodgers. He'll be here giving away highway robbery, but ain't providing a championship for this team. Outside of the one in 2008-2009. The Packers are living off of 2008-2009. If it might be, I might be having the year wrong. Maybe 2010. But we got a guy like Patrick Mahomes. He's still winning Super Bowls. Right now, they won two in a row. Man, Aaron Ross ain't seen the Super Bowl in 14, 15 years. And we're still trying to find a way to pay him all this money. But, man, the scariest thing and the worst thing that ever happened to the NFL people is that Patrick Mahomes proved to you and proved to his organization no matter what receiver you put out there, it's going to get done as long as him and Andy Reid is together. I don't know if you want to put some rebuttal on that, but I'm going to give yeah. you a rebuttal on that before we go. Yeah, so in the last last year when they traded away Tyreek Hill, I cautioned everybody, and I said the worst thing that could happen is that Patrick Mahomes could become a master of the quarterback position. We've already seen he could take advantage of one of the greatest weapons we've ever seen in football, and that's Tyreek Hill. I put Tyreek Hill up there in a class with, with Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss, as far as athletes at the wide receiver position that can just do things that other people can't do. And that is run by you, go get the football, make explosive plays that just other human beings are not <coughs> because right, right. of what their work ethic and what God gave them. So he, we've already saw that the worst thing that could happen is that Patrick Mahomes would be like, all right, I'm going to take what the defense gives me. I see him in this look right here, like they're in too high. I'm just going to let MVS run. I'm not even going to look his way. And, you know, like I'm going to, if my first read isn't open for whatever reason, I'll take the check down to the back. I'll take the check down to the secondary tight end who was blocking and then leaked out into the play or whatever it is. Right. That's the worst thing because you will get patient and then a somebody will come after him and he'll be like, Oh, you guys want to blitz me? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. See ya. Here it is. And that's <laughs> what happens is that we, you get to a point where you get so good at reading defenses and coverages. We've seen it, right? The, one of the great things about Philip rivers is there's video of him going up to the line and calling out the defensive play. And they're like, Hey, what, well, how does he know what we're doing? How does he know what we're running? Like, because he had played football and studied football, Peyton Manning did the same thing. 
Tom Brady the same thing. What they don't have is that extra gear that Patrick has. And so it's like now you're you're dealing with somebody who is intelligent and has athletic ability mm-hmm. and work ethic. Because you mentioned Rodgers. Ryan, the real difference is Rodgers took all that money and went to the mountains to do ayahuasca. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes took everybody to a field in his backyard and ran digs and sevens and out and like he went through eight playbooks so that he could be prepared. And that's just the difference. It's the level of commitment. It's not that he's like way more talented than Aaron Rodgers. It's that the difference is so finite that it's more about the preparation every day that you're putting in leading up to it. And I think that's when we get to Aaron Rodgers, we'll expand on that more. But that's what's making Patrick Mahomes so special is that he hasn't let all the success go to his head. He still finds ways to motivate himself. You know, like it's like that in the Jordan documentary where he's like, what'd you say about me? And the guy's like, I I didn't say he's like, you said you said you could keep me under 25 points. It's like, Michael, I literally didn't say anything. What are you talking? He's like, "Okay, bet. Here's 55 for you. And the guy's like, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Mike, just you, you make stuff up to motivate yourself. And the great players do that. And with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go to the next topic because we you know we want to uh, keep it rolling. Um, I'm going <laughs> to go to this topic. It's another – a matter of fact, let's let's start here because uh, we already can't see the um, conversation. Let's go here. Airbnb enemy decides to leave to be the OC of the Washington Commanders. Now, I'm going to get your raw thoughts, and I got mine too. But here we go. Tony, the floor is yours. Oh. <sighs> I've said it so many times. I will never understand how this man did not get hired as a head coach. Should totally a thousand percent be a head coach, right? But I believe this is the right move for many reasons. If you're going to shoot your shot, make sure you go to a team that has talent, right? Mm-hmm. Because you all they need to do is figure out an adequate quarterback because if if you have if you really can scheme and take the things you learned from working with Patrick and Andy Reid and everybody else that you've worked with over the years in Kansas City and bring that to an offense where you're going to have Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson I think they still they still have a year with Curtis Samuel and people go well Curtis Samuel ain't nothing Curtis Samuel is a good football player a very good football player And he will get the job done. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. He blocks. He's exactly what you want on your team. Then you go to the backfield. You got Brian Robinson Jr. And you got Antonio Gibson. You got playmakers all over. If you bring in an offensive lineman here and maybe they go get one of these nice tight ends in the draft is a very good tight end. I I spoke on there yesterday at the gym while I was working out. By the way, I said they need a tight end. Like the draft draft board, tight end, linebackers. Some people for commander fans say offensive line. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I I would say in the first round, I would get myself an offensive lineman. I would make sure that I get an offensive lineman. I don't think they're going to be in a market for a quarterback there. But let's say Derek Carr comes to work with Eric Bieniemy. That's a that's a nice mix right there. Or let's say that they are able to talk <clears throat> Jimmy G to come there, have somebody that can function in the offense, allow Sam Howell to be the backup next year. We saw him, even though in a meaningless week 18 game, he played really nice. So, like, if we can 
bring him into a system, everybody keeps going, well, look, at it's the best division by record. And really, we're going to go by that now? <laughs> like, we called it the NFC least, like, 16 months ago, people were making that joke over and over and over again. And then yeah. they got better, and that's going to happen. But the Eagles are going to lose a lot of players. The Hold Cowboys that. are hitting a lot of cap trouble right there. And the Giants, talking about signing Daniel Jones to $45 million a year and losing Ooh. Saquon Barkley. So it's not like this is an unwinnable division. The commanders were in it to the end. I think that he has a real opportunity to go here, have a top 12, top 10 offense, Washington makes the playoffs because they also have good defense. It's not great, but it's good defense. He has a chance, I think, to get to the point where now what's the excuse for why he's not getting a job? Because you said it because because people were saying he's bad interview. He doesn't he's not great at the mic. I watch <laughs> he's fantastic at the mic. He's motivating. And I'll say one last thing before I get over to you. Overall, I think this is great for him. But the last thing I want to say is the mainstream media makes me so upset, Ryan, because they always go, why does why isn't Eric Bannemi getting a job? And they just start peddling uh, like narratives of race and all of this stuff, right? And it's like, well, every time somebody says something nice about Eric Bannemi, they never turn it into a story. So I'm listening to the New Heights podcast. And Travis Kelsey says, yeah, at halftime, he's talking to his brother. He says, at halftime, Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy gave me a, they gave a speech. They gave a speech. Eric Bieniemy got everybody riled up. Where was the mainstream media taking that information, Travis Kelsey, in the Chiefs locker room and saying, Eric Bieniemy's the one who gave a halftime speech that spurred us on to win a Super Bowl? How come that is not spread across the front page of everything. And then you have people interviewing, Hey, I called to a lot. I called the locker room. I, I wanted to know, like, can I get any details on the speech? Did what Eric, what'd you say? Or Eric, do you want to comment on what you said to the guys at halftime of the Super Bowl? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like it is their job to build and blow steam behind players because the idea that the owners are getting in and crunching numbers and running all of this stuff. No, they're looking at peripheral stuff and checking in with their GMs and they're looking at number crunchers and who did this and who gets credit and who calls plays and who does what system and all that stuff. You also need a little bit of hype for an owner to say, Oh no, that guy gave that speech. I want him to come in here and go full Braveheart in my locker room. Me <laughs> too, You know? Yeah. Yeah. They have to take the opportunity. Many times players go, oh, Eric Bieniemy is the one who identified this, and he taught, and we put that in the playbook because of him. Even if Andy calls it, who's the person who designed it or noticed the flaw in the defense? Right, 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 right. right. never take any opportunity to hype the guy up. Hype him up. And I think that's, the, that's one way we could look at it. Um, <clears throat> I felt like if he's done that and nobody has exposed that, it comes to the point, don't it? Ain't it kind of weird on tone? Like the person that's in front of the camera, who's the head dog, always get all the credit. But it's the people that are the position coaches, the coaches who get it going. And you know, at the end of the day, we're gonna look at it like you're saying that Airbnb enemy got everybody pumped up, halftime, did everything. But Andy Reid is the man that gets all the credit. Blah blah blah. I'm not saying Andy Reid is saying he's taking all the credit, but that's what we look at. 
in this situation, I felt like this was the best move because it sounds like to me, even just a little bit, you explain. Andy Reid ain't going to here vouching for this guy. Andy Reid ain't going to here putting this on the poster. Andy Reid ain't saying that Airbnb is amazing. And like you said earlier about the interviews and stuff, he made an interview well. It don't matter because these guys, he's been, he knows, he's been behind. He knows himself. Raw thoughts as a man, and when you have an intuition for your gut feelings, what they say, you have a feeling. Airbnb probably been fed up to the point where like, man, I'm just tired of not getting a job, a job, a job. I'm going to go somewhere where I can do my own thing. Being with the Washington Commanders was the best thing because Ron Rivera, Riverboat Run, is a defensive-minded guy. He ain't got to worry about him objecting to his offensive play calls or saying anything like that. Like Andy Reid is an offensive guy, so he's going to keep coming in, interjecting, interjecting, interjecting. People think of Andy Reid when he was with the um, Philadelphia Eagles, calling all the plays, calling the plays. Now he's with, you know, Kansas City, calling the plays, calling the plays. Even though Airbnb has a title of OC, I don't think Airbnb ever felt like he was the OC. If Patrick Mahomes said, I want to bring that play, I'm pretty sure uh, Andy Reid will say, oh, let's, let's figure out what's going on. It ain't going to be Airbnb's way or no way. And him going to Washington, I'm going to give you some raw thoughts early. Looking at Scary Terry, looking at these guys, these weapons on offense, I like Sam Howell. But, man, I wouldn't mind if I'm a Commanders fan letting Sam Howell sit for another year and get a veteran in there, they have a chance to win the NFC East. And I'm going to tell you why. Airbnb style, his offense is going to be explosive. He has pieces. He just needs the correct quarterback with experience at the moment. And you can probably grow Sam Howell next year. You can get a Jimmy G. And I'll talk about it a little bit later. You can get a dead car. This is the perfect situation because there ain't going to be too much pressure playing in New York but this is the ideal job right now, and maybe they can get a few pieces on defense to go to a team that has some very, very good tools that just haven't been used correctly, if that makes sense, Raw Thoughts. Yeah. And I feel like you put the right quarterback there. Not saying Sam Howell is not going to be a good quarterback. I wouldn't mind putting the pause on Sam Howell. I don't care if he blew out the Dallas Cowboys in the season. I'm looking at experience. Playoffs, something bigger, like that in D.C., something they ain't seen in a while. Get a experienced quarterback in there who can handle it, handle the leadership with another good offensive coordinator that's there to take care of it. I really feel like Ed be enemy about to get multiple head jobs after this because he ain't got to hear nobody say, you're playing with Andy Reid. Andy Reid is an offensive guy. I'm pretty sure he hears that all the time. He's just been fed up. That's why he took the lateral move. And I think they made him an associate head coach going to Washington. So if Riverboat Run don't get it done, he'll become the head coach. It's all – it's just perfect for him. He would never got a head coach job unless Andy Reid decides to um, resign. But who knows? We know as coaches, raw thoughts to the people in the world. Let me tell you about coaches and players. Players, father time is undefeated. Father time will make you retire. Outside of Tom Brady, you got to – let's not think about Tom Brady what he done. Because that was a little lucky situation. LeBron James is what he's doing. It's a lucky situation. Father time, as long as your brain can work, and as long as you can function and read film, you could be a coach to probably until you're about 75. So, because you ain't out there going through the wear and tear. That's what Andy Reid said. He can eat however he want to eat. But as long as his brain is functioning, and as long as you ain't got dementia, Alzheimer's, raw thoughts, you can be a coach for a very long time in the yeah. professional world. So, 
we don't know necessarily. Let's say they win another Super Bowl this year, next two years. And Reed may say, I might try to beat this record because I can't get the things done in Philly. It may stay around for a while off the principle of as long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy. So Airbnb knew that. Airbnb saw opportunity in Washington with like, Riverboat Run lasted a long time. I, even though people don't like give him credit, Riverboat Run is a good coach. He's a defensive-minded coach, but he's a good coach. He lasted a while in Carolina. You know, so I'm not saying he's going to just go away, but he's not an offensive guy. This is the absolute perfect – wait a minute. Hold on. Time out, time out, time out. My boy that came on, and he got an Eagles jersey on. Something ain't right. He must have lost a bet or something. But we're going to bring my boy on real quick to talk about this Airbnb stuff. But Airbnb, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you must have lost a bet or something. I don't know why you got a Philadelphia Eagles jersey on. Jersey just, on. If you just, are a Patriots fan, somebody that does something. Just, just, just for you, baby. Just for you. Is that Brian Westbrook? It is legend, baby. That's he is favorite. a legend. My favorite. Yeah. Eagle Westbrook, all time. Westbrook I like is the one with the LA Clippers. I ain't talking about no <laughs> Brian Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 with that being said, no, we got my boy. The only, the only Westbrook guy in knowledge is. That, that's why I think I know we're gonna talk about Westbrook today. The only Westbrook guy in knowledge is Brian Westbrook. <laughs> I like that. We're we, we gonna get into that a little later. So I was telling the guys about Airbnb. I was talking about how Airbnb is the perfect situation because under Andy Reid, it's just like a boss man. You know, if you come behind Jordan and you win in championships and you the next man up and you with Jordan, people not gonna look at you. Like look at the look at the pressure that Scotty go through every time he brings his name up. He was with Jordan, he was with Jordan. Nobody never says Scotty. Is is here, you know? They put Jordan because you play with Jordan. I feel like Airbnb felt like he was with Andy Reid, and being with Andy Reid was like something that was holding him back. But best believe though, raw thoughts. This a match made in heaven again. Ron Rivera is a defensive coordinator. Airbnb has all rights to offense. This will be the situation where he will officially people. I don't care how bad he interview or not. He gonna show and tell because somebody's coming to Washington, and I'm not just talking about Sam Howell. I just got a strong feeling. But Ray, let them know who you are, baby, and um, you can come in and chime in on this topic about Airbnb, new OC in Washington. Yeah, so what's good, uh, raw mind family nation? What's good? Uh, yes, for those who have not seen me before, yes, Hollywood Ray, Ray Sean Buchanan, uh, host of That's My Sports Podcast, co-host of Missing the Point. Uh, like I said, it's, it's always a privilege to be on here and talk sports because, uh, you know, we've become good friends because of this. So um, and, it, and it's perfect timing because Monica's stuff comes across the screen as I'm talking. So good. by the way, Tony, if you ain't know, um, him and Monica plan on going on a date sooner or later. Ah! So this is my raw thoughts. So, you know, he, he he's trying to oh, he when they say, shoot a shot, shoot a shot, Tony, shoot a yeah, shot. Put the pressure on me. Yeah, so, that, that, yeah, I, I got to come in. I got to come in North Carolina. I told her don't come up here, so I got to come down there for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, no, that, that's what's up. So, yes, um, well, I mean, fitting, like I said, this is a rival. It's going to be a rival of Eric, uh, Eric B. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The, the move is inevitable, though. If we're being honest, I think that it had to, it had to happen. Um, it's amazing how other people have been able to get jobs and get roles, um, but he's he's really had to go through the gauntlet just to even get another OC job. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'm, I'm wishing him well in in Washington. I think that I mean, it's, apparently Sam Howell was going to be the guy that's going to be, you know, at, at the quarterback position. I think that they should be looking elsewhere than that. Now, once again. 
Maybe he's looking at this and saying, well, I have a fresh start. He has a fresh start. Let's kind of grow this offense and grow this, uh, you know, grow this team, grow with this team together. So if that's if that's his mo, then sure. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what he does alongside Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera should really be giving him the reins completely with the offense. Um, and I think the fact that he got called associate head coach, uh, I think means something down the line. Uh, so hopefully that means that he's he's replacing Ron Rivera. Ron, Ron Rivera chooses to uh, hang, hang up the uh, the headset. So. Yeah, um, I mean, I wonder who you think is coming to to uh, to, to Washington though, because I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what you who you think about that. But I do think some people from Kansas City may eventually come over there with him, um, because they love him so much. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. Um, I didn't like the comments that Shady McCoy made about him, you know, just because you were there. Once again, you did nothing under his office, so maybe that's why you're sitting there crying. Um, saying that he doesn't do much when he, I'm like, why would you bash? I said, y'all get on. What's up? Hey, uh, it's like you do, <laughs> uh, you do, um, you get mad at Stephen A, you get mad at all these other pundits from when they talk, when they talk down on black coaches, but you did the same shit. So I, to me, I just, I don't, I didn't get it. I didn't like his comments about Eric B. Um, right, right. a way to critique it without giving, uh, Without giving that type of negative uh, or bashing the negative that narrative about him about him not being able to cope, so nevertheless, I'm excited for him and I hope he does well in Washington. And with that being said, Monica has joined the building, the Central Collection, Central Collections, a lot of products. We got summertime coming. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> she said, "Don't get nervous, right?" Yeah, I'm, I'm just. just, just, just <laughs> hey, I told you, you, you just joined. You just joined. He bless you. He bless you. Like you're cheap for something. Let's stand up. <laughs> but, but basically, you know what, what I'm saying was, uh, <laughs> for on. me, like I feel like Airbnb is gonna bring in a veteran player. I feel like I just got a a spoiler, and I'll talk about it in a little bit. I like Sam Howell, but like I told Tony earlier before you came on the show. I feel like it's going to be a pause on that. Yeah, he beat the Dallas Cowboys. But I'm not sold on them winning the Super Bowl at the moment with Sam Howell. So I feel like if it's experience out there, I feel like Airbnb is going to go with that. So before we do that, while I'm going to that, uh, we got two more NFL topics before we get diving to the NBA. Derek Carr has choices. And I'm going to start with you, Ray, because I didn't talk to Tony. And mm-hmm. Boy, I, it's one team that made him feel like he's a god at the moment. But here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> right. So I, I was I was I was shocked that he turned down the Saints. Um listen, I felt like you should want to be in the NFC South. Now maybe Tampa Bay is a team that swoops up since since Brady retired. Uh but yeah, like you said, that, that team that made him feel like he was Joe Namer 2.0, and that was that was the New York that's the New York Football Jets, right? Like they throwed out the red carpet. They talked about how he was going to be the best quarterback since Joe Namath, and you know, not Brett Favre, not Ken O'Brien, not Boomer Sison, not Mark Sanchez, uh, you know, not any that Vinny Testaverde, you know, not Chad Pennington, not any of those guys. He's he's going to be the new Joe Namath, apparently. Uh, you know, according to them, but yeah, I mean, listen, when you have a, I forget who, who who's the number two over there, but I know Garrett Wilson's the one. Who's the two over there? Um, I did two that is escaping me, but for Elijah Wilson, Moore, Wilson, Wilson, oh, Wilson, no, Wilson's the one, Wilson's one. I'm saying, who, who's, 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 I'm who's sorry, Elijah two? Moore, Corey Davis, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so okay, so they, those, those are two very good young receivers, like Garrett Wilson was hooping, uh, 
you know, you saw I'm, I'm such a basketball guy, right? Saying football, <laughs> he, he was balling. He was balling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, he was balling, right? So I, I think that he, I, to me, if I'm him, I'd go there. Um, but like I said, unless Tampa Bay gives him an offer that he can't refuse, but yeah, he um he won me over with that interview with with was Ryan Clark at the Pro Bowl when they was like, you know, have you ever been as hot as Vegas? And this man said. I have it, which is why I'm probably out of here. I was like, listen, I love the honesty. It probably hurt him <laughs> to his core to even say that, but I love the honesty that he had. I love the transparency that he showed in that moment. And, yeah, I, I think, yeah, wh- why not? Listen, my, my Patriots are already struggling in the AFC East. We already know this. Um, so, I mean, shit, at this moment, why not? Like, just make it worse. Come on, Derek Carr. Come on down. Come on come on to East Rutherford. Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, you know, prime time already knows about Robert Seller because he did his thing at, at uh, in San Francisco. So yeah, come on <laughs> to the Jets and you know, just make make my life more miserable. Come on, come on, <laughs> Tony. Hard. Go ahead, Tony. <laughs> so Derek, the the Jets, the Jets did one of those things where it was like the most speed dating answer ever. They're like, if you come to New York, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, you couldn't, bro. You'd have to win back to back Super Bowls and win an MVP and like. Because he's already had nine years in, in in the league, and he's not even at where Stafford is. And Stafford went to his second team and won a Super Bowl. So there's like the resume he'd have to put up in the next five to seven years would have to be him dueling with Patrick we'll Mahomes say, every we'll year say. in the AFC Championship game, and then trying to move on past that. But I don't really think the Jets are the right spot, and I think Derek Carr really just wants some love, and I think the Jets would have to come with a lot of money. Because Carolina feels like a way better fit to me. It just like, if he goes to the Jets, so here's the thing. Derek Carr's never had stability and strength, right? Like he's never, he had six coaches in nine seasons. If Robert Sala gets him there and let's say he gets a high ankle sprain, the Jets end up missing the playoffs. Robert Robert Sala is likely getting fired in New York because I don't think they're getting rid of uh, Joe Douglas. That that, that would be a mistake. I agree it would be a mistake, but we all know how they seem to operate, right? Like, they, they're they getting rid of coaches. It's the Jets. Woody Johnson wants to throw – he wants to take on Aaron Rodgers' contract, potentially, too, $60 million, and have to trade draft picks. Like, I believe the Jets would be a good spot for him because of the talent that's there and the defense that's there. But – the Panthers just make better sense to me because there's stability. You're starting a journey with a offensive minded head coach with DJ Moore. I know a lot of people don't know, but Terrace Marshall is a good wide receiver. Could be better with better quarterback play. The other team that I really like that I think that we're not really talking about. And it's because Daniel Jones is there, but the giants are the other team to me. That's like really good fit for Derek Carr. Because we've seen Brian Dayball make it work, like improvements with Josh Allen. Then he goes ahead and makes improvements I did not see coming at all with Daniel Jones. David Carr won a Super Bowl, was part of that organization with the Giants, knows that family well. And if he comes in, if you're going to pay a quarterback $45 million, <laughs> I would be much more comfortable <laughs> giving $45 million to Derek Carr, who's also a very good leader, than I am giving money to Daniel Jones, and I know Jones has been there. He's in the building. It's marketing. The ownership loves him and stuff. I just – the upside feels higher for Carr if you get him in the right circumstance and scenario. Like, to me, this is – it's very important 
I think for Carr is family and his faith. That just doesn't feel like New York to me. That's why I keep going back to Carolina. Carolina feels like a better place. It feels like maybe even Tampa feels like a better place. Just not a major city. Like I just can't see him. Where like how? <laughs> where's the family? Yeah, I, I sponsor um a sister collection. Say forty five minutes. I play anyway. I know that's right. Oh, nice. You know, Bobby well, it. And Cass said, "Dog, Derek Carr can't RPO the way Kafa." But that is, but okay, I get what you're saying, Aaron. He can't RPO like that, but you also have to know they put in the RPO the way they did for Daniel Jones, so they could run an effective offense. They know there's no wide receivers there. Like the Giants have to get no matter what happens active. You can't count on Richie James and Isaiah Hodges to continue to be your one and two wide receivers. So if if they have Derek Carr there, they don't need to run the RPO. Like Josh Allen wasn't running the RPO as much once Brian Dayball got it going. But they wanted to cut down on the turnovers and use Dan- Daniel Jones's legs for 700 yards this year. Like, that's why the RPO is there. And with that being said, another sponsor, All-Star Sports, ACCS, if you want to get jerseys, <laughs> anything, paraphernalia, any athletic apparel, give them a call, 252 231 0238 or visit the website allstarsportsaccs.com allstarsportsaccs.com nothing fancy about all-star sports they have everything anything you want they ship for free just let them know give them a call with that being said my turn on the uh got my turn on um i know how to get it right for Derek car look i'm gonna be honest man i don't know what um the owner of the Jets drinking. He drinking something, and it's a lot. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, raw thoughts, raw thoughts. Derek Carr, New York, no. Derek Carr, I'm going to be honest, in the AFC East, Buffalo Bills are still going to win, probably be the division winner of Miami. Now, will they win a Super Bowl, Miami or Buffalo? I don't, in my predictions at the moment, no. But they're still going to probably be the top teams in the AFC East. The Jets are still at the third. And it's rare to have three teams. This ain't the NFC East that happened this year in the NFC. It's very rare because you have the NFC, we have the AFC West, AFC North, AFC South coming out. I just don't see three teams come from the AFC East. I feel like Miami Dolphins going to get better. They may get another quarterback or they may just go with two or whoever, but the offense is still there. You know, yeah, he'll sell tickets because what's the, the what they say in, in the industry, all attention is good attention, whether it's good or bad. But mm-hmm. people still paying attention, and I get into that a little later. But so are, are, we, are we automatically saying that New England's finishing fourth? I just want you on record saying that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not saying. Okay no, what, 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 what I'm saying is. You heard him, right? You heard him. I did. What I'm trying to say is. Miami, Buffalo. And then he said the Jets should be third. So I'm going to reiterate this. I had to feel like Stephen A. at the moment. I'm going to get my words straight. I'm looking at. I don't know who's going to win division. I don't know if it's Miami or Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick can pull a rabbit out the hat. Robert Salah is good. But his quarterback situation and what the owner is saying, Hall of Famer Derek Carr is where I'm going at. My main honing in on this topic is honing in on this Hall of Fame shenanigans stuff in the New York Jets. That's not happening. Derek Carr might sell tickets because, shoot, let's be real. Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, and New York at the moment. Ain't nobody going to watch neither one of them two. They're going to watch the team. They're not box office. They're not, oh, wow, oh, my God. They're just doing enough to sell the tickets. To be fair, 
Eli Manning wasn't box office either. He just, he just because he beat Brady. No, no, no. He had, they had a good defense, though. They did have a really more, good but defense. He, Eli Manning um, was a box giant. office. So that, to, 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 you know, once again, he had, he had very great moments. So once again, when you, you beat New England twice, I'm, I'm not here to, to, to dispute that. But it's just like you beat New England twice. You had some other, other decent moments. Like he was ever box office to me. I was like, oh, my God, he, he jumped off. No, no, we know that. But he's you know, a man and people yeah, don't always right. watch a man. You know, right. yeah, yeah, that's you know, you know how you know how it is in life. Certain people get privileges, like the Manning family get privileges. Archie, Peyton Manning, good or bad, you gonna watch him. No, don't worry. Dad Carr that's, that's and his brother David Carr. You know, you thought about David Carr at Fresno State, but then you look at David Derek Carr. You say, okay, and I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that I'm looking at this team. I'm like, the only reason we're gonna watch him is they play against Buffalo. Or they playing mm-hmm. against Miami Dolphins, or they playing against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna say we just we're not gonna just turn on your TV and you got 12 games and you're gonna turn on NFL ticket and you say I'm gonna watch the Jets. That's what I'm basically going there. You're not gonna choose out of all the games to watch. Hold on a second. NFL Hold on. You're t- you're saying that the Jets need and want box office quarterback play because they just traded draft picks to go get Zach Wilson because everybody was saying he was the next Patrick Mahomes. They already tried this option of getting box office and failed. They oh, need a grown-up at the position. Know, and that's true. But that, that's another thing I was about to say. Since you said that, since you took it to that page, we're going to go to chapter five. We're going to go to page five like in your book. Um, You are correct, and I don't disagree with you. That's the problem with the Jets. Every year they're drafting the, the hopes of a new quarterback. Every year they're drafting something new, 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 new every year. So for me, what I'm saying, this is nothing new. They want a grown man at quarterback. They want Derek Carr. But every year, it's certain teams that's drafting a quarterback every single year that you get to the point like, when would this soccer be over? It's multiple teams every single year hoping they draft their hope of their franchise guy to lead them to a Super Bowl. And we know this when it comes to the NFL draft. It's teams that do this on a consistent basis every year. And I know you're right. 49ers draft the trade lands. But we're not even getting to that. We're talking about the Jets at the moment. I'm looking at the Jets like, yeah, you can get Derek Carr. But I'm looking at the division. If everybody's healthy, Mike McDaniel, what he's doing in um Miami is explosive. I don't think the Jets can beat them and, and get into the playoffs. The Bills may not go to Super Bowl. It's something about the Bills. The Bills, for me, honestly, right now in the moment, are a regular season team that'll get a playoff shot. But they just don't make me say, ooh, I think they're Super Bowl ready right now. You know, Bill's offseason is going to be very interesting because they, they have some cap issues. They're going to lose some players. Josh mm-hmm. Allen's contract hits this year, and he's like 38% of the cap. So their Poyer might be Ooh. gone. There's a couple other players. Ed Oliver yeah, hasn't. Mario Edwards is, uh, is a free agent too, which I'm like, I, 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 listen, I, I've said it on shows that I do. I we need Edwards. I mean, not Mario was not your man was. We need Edwards badly in Foxborough badly. We have, we, have, we, have not had a good, we have not had a good running back. Or I mean, because Hightower got old, whatever other guys got old. Like we need right, right, right. a lot. But you know, but, but Bill Belichick, he's a guy who's smart with his money. He's he draft by committee, and he's not going to spend a lot of money. That's, that's so he keeps problem, things man. in play. That's the problem. <laughs> No, don't get me started. I don't want to. Make, I don't want to hijack this. Hold like, on a second. You're a Patriots fan. They just had a shopping spree, Bill. Remember that? And he he brought a lot of discount groceries. Let's let's be honest. Outside of, <laughs> and, um, and John Lewis Smith, there was a lot of discount. I said I love Kendrick Bourne, but they they basically didn't use him last year. So 
if you're going to get your bone is good. I want him back right now. Go out there and cook. Go out there and cook, Tony. He didn't cook. 2021, they cooked. Last year, for whatever reason, because it will mainly because of Matt Patricia. But I was just going to say, for whatever I'm reason, they have all the Hey, Kendrick Bourne is someone who who, who should have been. <laughs> I'll show you what for whatever reason. I'm looking for a pencil to put behind my ear so yeah, I can be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got it for you. I got it for you. I'll put it. I'm looking at my playbook here. Yeah. Listen, I, I listen, I, after after January, I try after January 8th, I tried to move on amicably. And Ryan Ryan just got me hot by saying <laughs> that Bill, listen, Bill Belichick. Defensively, yes, I, I trust them wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Offensively, I, I get emotional because but you know I but running like, back, he's hit a miss. But logically though, with Bill Belichick, every year, honestly, outside of like last year, um, he always had a guy who was an offensive coordinator. He's something like what Ron Vera got with Airbnb enemy. He runs defense, you brought an OC, Josh, and I'm and I'm not saying that Josh McDaniels is A1, but him, you know how certain relationships just work well. Josh mm-hmm. Daniels and the Patriots work well. He's gone. So well, that, that's why Bill, Bill, not trying to, Bill ain't cutting out no $50 million checks for no OC. You yeah. know, you know how that goes. Right. Patriots, Patriots <laughs> will win. They will win the AFC East next year. The the guy that they draft they overdrafted Tyquan Thornton because of his speed. The Baylor receiver, he was injured to start the season. If he gets healthy through camp. He's going to add a dimension to the offense of Bill O'Brien and whatever they add this year. It's going right. to be. Fantastic. I'm glad you said that because even even the Cleveland game, right? That's the first game, one of the first games that Tyquan thought was available. He gets a touchdown. They run a jet sweep. Gets a couple of plays in on 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 the outside, and we're like, "Yo, if he's healthy, use him." Like this is this is you've seen what he can do. Like what what are we doing? So, um, and I'm assuming with the paraphernalia you got behind you, I'm assuming you're you're an LA Charger guy. I he wanted Tyquan Thornton. I put him on every mock draft. I thought he was going to be a okay. fifth rounder. You're, 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 you're an LA guy, though, right? LA Charger guy. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, who knows? Maybe we get shit guy behind you because you got Keenan Allen behind you, right? You hey, you mind your own business. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna, you have to say, buddy. Keep shopping. At some point, at some point, at some point, get out, get out of here. There, there is no team that has more talent than y'all, in my opinion, out there. I agree. Un- unfortunately, they haven't got to where they should have got to. That's just my right, opinion. Right, right, right. I, I, I agree. Well, I'm, 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 I'm talking with Phillip Rivers, LT, you name it. The, the, the talent's been there. And I just you, picked your team to win the AFC East, and you just come over here to dump on my guy. Why y'all going there? We're going to go to the next topic real quick before we get to that. So why we got I got one. I got one. Ryan, I got one topic before I have to go, and I want to talk about the Lakers. Oh, well, we'll go to that. Now I'll go to the other topic. So with that being said, and I got two. We're going to add two topics into that. Sorry. So, Lakers right now have a new team. How do you feel about L.A. Lakers? And I'm going to give you some raw thoughts when I, um, when I get through. <laughs> it's two topics of L.A. Lakers. Since you want to go NBA, I was about to go to another topic. But since you said that, we're going to go to the NBA right now. So, uh, um, Yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah. L.A. Lakers have a new team. They traded. Got rid of Russell Westbrook. Sent to Utah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Let's get to it. LA Legacy, since you say you had to go. <laughs> this, okay, it was so hard to watch the beginning of the season as a Lakers fan. So many times I would have to shut the phone, like shut the TV off, and then I would just check back in on the phone to see if they were going to play defense and make a little bit of a run in the third quarter because I would just be angry and I'd be yelling at the TV. And there's no reason to be yelling at the TV for, you know, 
late December, early January basketball. There's none of that. All of the trades that they have made have made sense because even in this scenario in which AD, who can't stay on the court for more than 15 games in a row, they add depth in Vanderbilt and Mo Bamba, big guys that can play. Wenyan Gabriel has played and given them productive minutes, but he can't give them the same kind of minutes that they were asking to give him before they brought in these other big guys. They brought in shooters, which is fantastic because I've been watching the worst three-point shooting team where either LeBron or Schroeder and even Russ when he was there was getting the ball to these guys, and the shots were just absolutely terrible. All of the games, even in the Portland game, where they just got blown out, people are like, well, what happened in the game against Portland? Portland shot like 98% from the three-point line in that game. Like, I have never seen a team be on that hot of a streak in my life, and that's tough That's tough to deal with. And I think there was no LeBron, but that wouldn't even have made a difference in that game. But they've played really well. The game right before against the Pelicans, it's all they needed to get back to was playing defense. That's the Lakers' edge. All they need to do is be a top 16 shooting three-point team and get back to playing. That's how they won in the bubble. That's how they will win in the playoffs when it slows down. You need to have a couple of bigs. They had JaVale and they had Dwight Howard. Playoffs? Go ahead, go ahead. You need to stop it because they're going to the playoffs. They're going Ooh, to the playoffs. I can't wait. You, you got the right topic up before you leave, so we're going to get into this wrong thought. They're going to the playoffs. Don't you worry about I'm excited. I think that of all the teams in the West, they made the moves to me that made the most sense. I think that there's better, like bigger moves, but the moves that you're like, okay, they put together like a real basketball team. Whew. But go ahead. Um, um. Can he get it I out? Wait, go ahead. Because uh, uh, I got some things to say, Raw Thoughts, because I know Tony got to go. And I want to get these thoughts in very, very quickly. Go, go, yeah, go go, go ahead. Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to digest what you just said about the playoffs. So go, go ahead. Digest. So, look. Go. Go ahead. <laughs> so, all right, playoff-wise, you know, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to go here first. Woo. I'm going to tell you how this all this saga began. And I knew it. Like And, like, people understand, like, this situation with LeBron. Like, LeBron is in a special situation. He broke the record. We already know that. All-time league score in the NBA. Okay, cool. Mm. Now I mean, I'm gonna tell you, I saw some on another media outlet, big, big media outlet, and it was in the locker room. LeBron is LeBron. I ain't gonna get LeBron because LeBron, I get what LeBron is doing. But I remember the situation, I knew it was over, and I knew the team was about to get disassembled. When they was playing, and Darby Ham was like, let's go out here and be aggressive and whatever. Russell Westbrook comes out and say, Hey man, uh win or lose, let's have fun. Let's have fun. And even though they said it a nice way, that was my moment. I said, Russell Westbrook, you is out the door at, at, at before trade deadline. And although you was playing good as a six man, you was out the door off that comment right there. Because people don't understand. Like LeBron James came into the league and the pressure was on him to be better than Michael Jordan. He didn't put that pressure on him. So for him to say have fun and lose, if Russell Westbrook goes out here and plays good ball, great ball for the rest of the season, averages has a 90% percentage, and average is a triple-double, nobody cares outside of me because I'm a fan. Nobody cares. But if LeBron James loses, however he loses, people going to bring it up, good attention, bad attention, whatever. 
You ain't going to be better than Jordan. You ain't going to be better than Jordan. The topic is always going to be surrounded with LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, being excellent as Michael Jordan, which is a hard shoot the field because Coach K even said the other day in a, in a master class interview, LeBron James is one of the few people that can play all five positions. Michael Jordan played his role. And everybody compares him, not, not necessarily LeBron James. He's getting compared. So LeBron James can't go out there and just say win and lose, have fun. If LeBron James comes on TV today and say I was going out there to have fun, win and lose, it will be all over big industry media. Russell Westbrook says go out there and have fun. Okay, cool. Oh, whatever. Like nobody cares. So LeBron, when he hears that, like, he knows the pressure of him. He has to win the championship. Nobody wants to hear LeBron James say, let's have fun. He has to win. So at that very moment, I said to myself, everybody in that Lakers office already was trying to get rid of Russell Westbrook. That was like the icing on the cake. Oh, no, we cannot do this. Steve Day says it best. It's not fun when Lakers are not winning in the NBA. Like, when the Lakers are playing well, the NBA is fun. That's what he says. That's what he says. That's what he says. Right, right. But but now let's go to the pieces they have. Everything you said, Tony, I got you. I get it. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, hold on, hold on. Let me get this out of the way. I'm gonna leave it at that. It's gonna be real quick. Tony, I'm gonna let you get, I'm gonna get you let you get your um your raw thoughts out. If AD ain't healthy, none of this works. And AD may be out, or whatever you may say. I don't care how many people the um Lakers got. Lakers can shoot unbelievable. AD ain't healthy. AD ain't around. Right. It don't yeah. matter. But Ooh, that's that it. Works. That's all I got. Like, AD has to make this work. Yeah, you got the pieces. Yeah, they have young pieces. It's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. But if AD not healthy, like, mm-hmm. we don't know. AD might twist his ankle tonight. AD might twist his ankle tomorrow. And we might be saying, like, this is a Dang. really good team. Right. Mm-hmm. But – if AD was healthy, and that's every single year. If AD was healthy, we could have did this. If AD was healthy, we could have did that. Mm-hmm. I think with LeBron being the person he is, win or lose, he sells tickets. He's a big money piece. You know, it ain't like Tom Brady. Those guys can fill seats up, win or lose. Like, they get a lot of attention. So, they're going to put people in the seats. The Lakers want him to break the record as a Laker. And now – you're trying to win championships or you're trying to just be a part of it. Like LeBron has a special thing that everybody doesn't have. LeBron can say, I don't want this. I don't want that. And people going to go with it. Till he retire, LeBron is that, that spoiled child in the league that gets what he wants, whatever he wants compared to anybody else. Whatever he says goes, if they can afford it and do it. Mm-hmm. Lakers have a, this, this nucleus they have is really good. But if AD ain't healthy, we're going to have the same conversation next week, Tony, but go ahead. Okay, I'm, I'll be quick <laughs> on this. I am not going to let either of you steal my joy because I have watched them play back-to-back of their best games of the year, and I'm going to enjoy it, and I don't care what anybody says. The Lakers will be the sixth or the seventh seed. Seventh seed means they got to play Woo! in, but I think that they are going to pass a lot of these teams going forward. And then mm-hmm. lastly, I'm sad that I'm who not going to – Who you got to pass? I just want to – quick question. Who, who the They're going to pass, pass the Warriors – they're going okay. to pass Portland. They're going to pass okay. Minnesota. Um, and, and, and OKC. Yeah, I'm kind of quietly rooting for OKC to win some games. I really like I, – I, I like – I'm with you. I like them too because like, I want to see them with the other kids. Pass them. There's one other team that they're, they're going to – to leapfrog, and I would like them to get to the sixth seed because the first round, if you're telling me you get – Sacramento Kings at the three seed and the Lakers. Yeah, young team, young team. Experience, experience matters. I get that. 
experience matters. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I want to get his topic in before you go. Go yes. ahead, um, Ray Ray Hollywood. So, Tony, I, I want you on my show come April. So we, 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 gotta, we gotta get. <laughs> hey, look, he started eating on the Tony. Like he he's he was here for the for the popcorn and all. Like I'm, I was I, 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 I'm, I'm like. What's wild? Cause he, he made a lot of great takes so far. That's so why I'm like, I'm like, man, I just, this guy's a real deal. Then I hear playoffs, and I'm like, whoa, Tony, you talking with your heart, bro? You talking with your heart? And I get it, I get it, man. It's I right it. here. It's on my sleeve. Talking with talking with your heart. Um, yes. <laughs> okay, I, I'll I'll say this right. I, I think when the moves were made, yes, Rob Palenka had to get his head out of his out of his ass and make some moves. Yes, I think the Lakers faithful were getting on his head about look. Other teams are making moves, even if it's minimal. Like, you got to make something happen. So, he did. He made something happen. The best-case scenario, this becomes the 2018 Cavs, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's similar type deals mm. that happened. It was a big overhaul. He's also five years older, right? Or almost yeah. being LeBron. So, yes, is he still giving everyone crazy work in the world of Shady McCoy? Absolutely. Where I'm on his Absolutely. Resume. I want to know what he's Absolutely. doing. Yeah, I, yeah. I want I want to know what 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 he's doing in Germany because it, it's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what hey, I want to know. But I I'm just played basketball yesterday. I'm about to pass out. Yeah, he's not going to Germany. He's, <laughs> <not even calm laughs> he's got right. vibranium in. Yeah, exactly. So I, just, I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if Iron Man. I, I don't know if they if the whole team will hold up. And I and I mean besides AD, it's not just AD. But I think um, I'm not sure if everyone will hold up. I'm not sure. If other teams would just bow down and just be like, "All right, we're gonna fall," uh, Sacramento's gonna not. Sacramento won't be the three seed by the end of the year. They, just, I mean, they, yeah, they, they're, gonna, they're gonna fall at some point. Um, I, I like that team. I, I like Keegan Murray. I like Darren Fox. I, you know, they, um, you know, ever since Mike Brown said turn on the fucking Jets, they've been, they've been, they've been balling. Love it. Um, I just they're, they're due. Eventually, team I'm rooting for. They're, I'm they're due to make the playoffs. Um, I just, I just don't see a path. Right now, and it's because, like you said, Tony, they don't defend consistently. This, even with the new group, well, I mean, even new group. But I'm like, my thing is, is it going to gel quickly enough for that to happen? Like that. That's my thing. Like, I, 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 I to me, Jared Vanderbilt to me is the X factor. I think that he is someone who I gotta go, gentlemen. But yeah, have a good one. But I'm like, yeah, we, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna find you on Ryan's page because like, oh yeah, Ryan, yeah, yeah. Ryan will get you in contact with me. Hey, we'll, we'll be That's safe it. on Tony. I apologize. Go ahead, finish. Yeah. finish we gotta say, um, yeah. So, I, like I said, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna be some good moments. I just I don't know. So, when they go from 13 to 10th, okay, to get faced to whoever the ninth seed is, like it, it, it's gonna be a battle. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be a battle. So it, it's it's gonna be tough. That's all, that's all I'm gonna say. It's gonna be tough. So I, I'm glad that you gave us a Jim Moore, you know, clip playoffs. Play, playoffs? <laughs> you kidding me? I, I just want to win a game. <laughs> I just want to win a game, baby. That's it. So with a essential collection sponsored by Monocarit, sponsored by Monocarit, website is, I'm going to go ahead and put it back up here again. I saw it in the comments. <laughs> HTTPS. Essentials collection. I got it. square dot site. <laughs> come, come, come get yourself. dot square dot site. Use promo code RAWMIND. Use promo code RAWMIND. You get a 15% discount. 
And I, I got yeah. I got a, I got a commercial for you, Monica. It's like it smells so good, make you want to smack your mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next battle because Tony went out, and that was enough for me for the Lakers. But it's okay. Me, here's here's the next I'm, one right I'm, here. I'm here, I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm, I'm gonna say this for last since Tony's off, so I can go back with the process. Uh, KD to the Suns. How do you feel about it? Um, yeah, I think we we were on, I think, right before that happened last time, I think, um, when I was with you last week, a couple weeks ago. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, on paper, it's a big-time move, right? I think that they, as like I said, if they gel, they should become the favorites. They should. You know, any anytime you have Booker, Paul, KD, um, I know they just they just re-up with Ishrain Wright, who was a, who has been a key bench player for them this year. Uh, they still got Damian Lee. They still got DeAndre Ayton. Uh, obviously, so there's still plenty of pieces there for them to do uh, or try to try to accomplish the goals that they have set in mind for this year. Um, but I say I say to this, I say to the uh, North Carolina native Chris Paul, you have once again been given a wonderful, on the words of our of a you know we're, we're both wrestling fans, you have been given a glorious <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> To get the job done, so if you do not get this job done again with KD and with Booker, you, I, it's just like once again, I've, I'm someone that's giving you pass, Chris Paul. I, I'm I'm out of I'm out of I'm out I'm out of passes. I'm I'm out I'm out of I'm out of the passes to give. Like you have to win now. You have to. Right, right. You know, what I'm saying? Like, you know, you've been in the league 17 years. Uh, you know, you just finally got to the conference finals a couple of years ago. You played the best game of your career in that game since against the Clippers to close them out. Um, and then you know, you kind of you know, soda soda pop fizzled, <laughs> right? Right, 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 in, in the finals. So, once again, take it back to your Wake Forest days, take it back to your high school days when you score 61 points for your grandpa. You, once again, we're not expecting 61, but we need you to be a maestro on the court. Is, is that plain and simple? Um, Katie's the master of the mid-range. Booker's really good with the mid-range. So they they that alone should have their offense really clicking on all cylinders. But yeah, I, I think it's a big time move and makes them the favorite, at least on paper. Uh, but thankfully, that's why we play the game. So we'll see how it unfolds. But on paper, great move, big time move. And I'm gonna see, I'm excited to see how it unfolds uh when Katie starts to get Charlotte, I think, in a couple of days. I know, right? And um, Charlotte, I was telling some people about load management since you said that. <clears throat> I hope he play because a lot of people going to be expecting him to play. And mm-hmm. if you don't play in Charlotte, they didn't pay this money to see him. They didn't see the sons already. You know, it's cool to see Chris Paul is cool. But for me, this move, and I'm going to get to this in a second. This move was just made. Chris Paul, Chris Paul. A lot of people told me I was a twin. You know, one time I had Cornwood told me I was a Mario. But with that being said, you know, Got Chris this Paul, this move was made for you. Yeah, yeah, touch, touch, yeah. I had cornrows back in the day, man. But look, this move, Chris Paul, was made for you to win a championship and you go ahead on your saddle and retire. Right. That's all it was. This move was that. But I'm going to get deep into this move on the next topic. Kyrie Dallas. Mm -hmm. How you feel about that? It's going to be exciting to watch. It's, It's much to do to nothing when they come to playoffs. And it ain't gonna do it. Woo! She said, "Sedetris now comes in Barso, Teetwood in Barso for me, ladies and gentlemen. 
is what okay. Steve was trying to say. Ladies and gentlemen, raw thoughts for the people in the world. You just don't know. Mm. If you put this on your body, somebody in trouble. Raw thoughts. But go ahead. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Spotlight, big stage. You got that right. Screaming in the rain. Yes. Because <laughs> you were my superstar. <laughs> You're my number one fan. Give me your one shot. <laughs> my hair, but my heart. No, <laughs> no, but no. I, listen, it, it's going. It's going to be. It's going to be very fun to watch. Once again, there's still another piece away. Um, I think that Mark Cuban should have went a little more aggressive to go get Siakam from Toronto. I think he would have been a very good third third wheel to what's going on over there. Um, there's a lot of your turn, my turn going on right now, but it's mainly mm-hmm. because they're trying to figure out how yeah. to play with one another. Um, I thought Kyrie did really well in Luca's absence those first few games, but of course, because he's used to being he's, he's ball dominant, so he's gonna do what he can uh to get his points, get his assist or whatever. But he's not someone that's gonna set you up to get you know an easy basket. He's someone that okay, I know I could go at my guy anytime and get a bucket, so that's really where his skill set lies, especially now at this stage of his career. Uh, so, yeah, him and Lucas should work out. Um, once again, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun uh, to see that brand of basketball. Um, I do believe that Kyrie finds a way to resign there in the offseason. Um, unless unless they talk about doing a sign and trade, I just doubt it because, once again, Mark Cuban continues to gut, to gut his team right, uh, right. really, really year in and year out. And I just – I don't understand – I don't get the move if – you dealt what you dealt away for Kyrie, but then you don't secure him in the offseason. And because they own his bird rights, they're able to get that, you know, to get that extra money to him. Though uh, he, he just has to play well. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And but like I said, exciting basketball we should be seeing. But I don't think come playoff time, there'll be really much of an out. I mean, really much of uh, a problem. I hope they face Phoenix in the playoffs so we can see them against Dallas again. That would be dope, but other than that, they, they won't do much come playoff time. All right, here are my raw thoughts right here. Raw thoughts here, people. Um, my guy Hollywood Ray gave me the opportunity. So for me, Kyrie is lucky to be in Dallas. Kyrie just mm-hmm. was sent. This the deal. Kyrie's situation where everybody wants to say, complain about, want to discuss or whatever. That's that's cool. But Kyrie Irving wanted to be in the LA Lakers, wanted to go to LA. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Owner of the um, Brooklyn Nets said, no, we're not sending you where you want. You just gave us enough headache. We're not right. sending you where you want to go. We're going to send you what's going to make sense for us. Mm-hmm. So right. they sent him. They shipped him to Dallas. I mean, I ain't saying he want to go to Dallas. I mean, Mark Cuban made some plays, whatever, because Mark Cuban is a businessman, so he probably made enough mm-hmm. plays for, for Brooklyn to accept it. Now it's a domino effect. So they probably say, you know what? This is what the Brooklyn Nets did. You know what, KD? You haven't been like a, a butthole or – you didn't want this and want that. You know what? We're going to see you where you want to go. But we're going to see your boy where he don't want to go. This right. is how the situation happened. Like, yo, they always say, like, the saying is, however the situation is, you can uh, dictate your situation. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, his like, before they started trading him with so much money, they sent him where he wanted to go. It's teams out here that send players that's been with them who hasn't caused no problematic or no confusion or no drama have mm-hmm. sickness where they want to go. Right. 
Russell, not Russell Wilson, Kyrie Irving is saying, uh, they're saying, like, no, we're not seeing you where you want to go. Right. Katie been sitting back chilling. They sent Katie to where he wanted to go to Phoenix. Right. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that for Kyrie. So they got everything they wanted out of it, and it was a domino effect. So they sent him where he wanted. And they probably say, well, if you want to sign the Lakers, cool, you can sign after that. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Lakers might not be might not even be in championship contention next year. If AD is gone, if they keep saying these headlines, he may be out the door. We don't know. So what, what do you have? And you're in the Western Conference. Like yeah, it's gonna take yeah, more yeah, than yeah. you and LeBron to not get much. them to the finals in the West Conference. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, so yeah, de- definitely not much. If that's the case, they end up moving on from AD. Um, I think if they miss the playoffs or are really out out of the playing, um, you know, come coming then at the uh, beginning of April, I think that they extensively look at that. Once again, it's about what LeBron is looking to do because um, we know that he is he is the one they're gonna they're gonna converse with to see what Correct. actually happens. Uh, with them in the offseason, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that I, I just don't see Kyrie taking short money to be in LA. It, mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't make sense. And once again, this is not about what happened off the. Well, then again, it is about what happened off the court, right? Kyrie has been a philanthropist. He is someone that uh, gave to the George Floyd family. He is given. He's been amazing off the court. Yeah, I guess. yeah. He's given. He's given to HBCUs. Um. So there's a lot of things he does financially that is a direct result of the contracts he's been able to receive. So that's why personally, and like I said, not to get into all the other stuff, but I that's why I got mad at him personally. I was like, bro, don't you can you can ruffle your feathers the way you want to and make the changes you desire. Not a problem. Do it in a way that never affects how you help not only yourself but others. Because the things that we say, the things that we do, is it's always going to be magnified. Always. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. It's always going to be magnified. So it's important to say, like, look, and I got the 141 from Brooklyn. I'm looking for almost 200, if not more than 200, um, from uh, from Dallas, depending if I get on All-NBA. But they also have his bird right, so he could get that fifth-year mm. option from, uh, from Dallas. So... Like I know, like for instance, like for Jalen Brown, I know Jalen Brown can get five years, two ninety if he gets All NBA, and um, yeah, if he gets All NBA, he gets two ninety. Like, there's a lot of incentives that's there. So my thing is, do what you can, make sure that you get your bread, and then you know you go about your business. But um, yeah, but I said this is I just I don't see the short money coming into play uh, with LA, and I just think that um. Ron and the company, they just got to figure it out on how to be competitive um, until he chooses to retire. Um, and and that's some real raw thoughts. <clears throat> raw thoughts on that end, but LeBron may not win another championship, but LeBron, Jones, LeBron James is going to make a lot of money uh, mm-hmm. just being who he is. And right. eventually he's going to probably try to play with his son and who knows where that goes. Last topic, Will. Two well, last topic technically. Um, and it's about to get raw. Russell Westbrook decides to go to the LA Clippers. And I know, right, you've been waiting for me. So I'm gonna let you go first so I can say some things that's gonna probably create some rebuttal. But here we go. <laughs> yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, Westbrook. It blurred out on me. I'm joking. Oh, blur- oh. well, that, that's why that, that that's perfect that it blurred out because <laughs> that's what's about to happen over here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man. So, 
what, what, what I'm, I, and I'm assuming this. I'm assuming this for us right now. But one, one of, one of both of our favorite wrestlers of all time is Booker T, right? Yes, Booker T. So, so not once, so twice, three times, four, five times, five in five seasons. He's been on five different teams. So five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. Tragic, tragic. So that 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 is so. And and the words of Booker T. Tell me, he just didn't say that. Like that that is crazy to me that. (laughs) In five years, he's been on five different franchises. And it's amazing because, like, oh. the first year he won the MVP, mm-hmm. they wanted to trade him to get get him off the cap, which I get it. So, um, I don't forgot the um, GM for um, OKC. He's always been a good Sam, GM Sam saving money. huh? Sam Preston, he's very mm-hmm. good at saving money, which he's been doing. And believe it or not, people don't understand, like, even though they're playing good with a young team, he got a lot of bullets in that chamber. Because he got a lot of first rounds. At sure any moment, if he feels that he has the correct role players mm-hmm. to run this team and bring in the franchise player, oh, he going to pull the trigger. Absolutely. He'll pull the trigger. He just ain't pulled it yet because he ain't seen that he needed yet. Yeah. And depending on the price. Um, yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, no. I mean, now that I got the jokes out the way, let me give my actual analysis, right? Um, PG is one of those players that I have had, had – he had his best season next to Russ, right? Right. Um. KD's won MVP. Harden's also won MVP. Um, he's he still knows how to play the game. Like I, said, I, I I hate that he thinks that he's still the best player on the floor, which I think takes away from what the team is doing. Um, but I I, I genuinely believe I I really feel like this is what he wanted in 2019. <clears throat> he wanted to follow PG to LA then, but it would have looked real bad. It looked bad for them to leave OKC. And go and both go over there at the time. Um, so he chose to go in a different direction. But um I'm I'm assuming he's gonna start there with the Clippers. Like I don't know who else will start in right, right, right. Um I like the Bone Highland move as well. Like so they they have some other pieces there. Uh Norman Powell, obviously Robert Covington. So like they they have guys there um that have been in playoffs, playoffs, battle tested, so on and so forth. Um it should work next to those two. It should. Um, it just depends on how motivated everyone is. He seemed to be all smiles during the, that media session. <laughs> uh, that's so that's so that's good. But once again, you know, I just hope that you know, just like Shawn Michaels, that he doesn't lose his smile, <laughs> um, and that he continues to be what um, he's been for a majority of his career, uh, which is someone who plays hard every night and is going to give it his all and be a great teammate. Um, and, a, and a great member of the organization. So, congrats to him on finding another team that that wanted that wanted his services. But I hope that it ends better for him with the Clippers than it did the Lakers. Because all the jokes aside, it's not Russell Russell's fault that they had guys that could not shoot. Um, they basically had five versions of me out there on the floor at times. I saw LeBron James, <laughs> um, and that, and that that's that's really unsettling if you're. A pro like him, and then obviously with a fan base that is so uh, used to winning, like the Lakers. So yeah, I mean, listen, he, he gave it his all. He took he took uh, he, he he took a moment to I think sit back and look where he was in his career, which is why I think he agreed to come off the bench, um, right. and 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 actually turned out to be flourishing in that role. So um, I think that's what saved his career, honestly. So uh, great attitude, great human, um, and I think that you know. It should be a little bit better with 
uh, the Clippers than it was the Lakers, but we'll we'll see how it goes. But either way, congrats to him on finding another team, and hopefully they they do some they do something special uh, the rest of the season. For me, um, roll thoughts, roll thoughts. One of the best decisions that happened to Russell Westbrook <clears throat> was leave the Lakers. Like everybody understand, like LeBron James initiated it. He didn't like it. He was ready to get rid of it. Not understanding the business. Well, he does understand the business side. He just wanted what he wanted. Just being raw thoughts. And I, I get it. You already know. And you, and it just wasn't working. But listen to Ty Lue. He wants Russ to be Russ. <clears throat> this situation here is perfect for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook did everything he could to be coachable. He did everything he had to do in L.A. Regardless they wanted him or not, he was disrespectful. They never said that he was – they never came out in the um, media and said he was just – Terrible with disrespect. He was coachable. He understands the business. Now he's with the Clippers. Mm-hmm. If healthy, he has Paul George on the wing and he has Kawhi Leonard. Now they're mm-hmm. not box office and flashy, but they're, they're good watch. But they're not like ooh ah. Kawhi Leonard can pawn, pawn the ball. Paul George will help his box office. No, no. Let me finish. So what I'm saying is, okay, I, yeah, what I'm saying as it, I, maybe I'm I'm, I'm I'm saying it wrong. What I'm saying is, when you go watch a game, some people like to watch high flyers or butter rim, butter rim, butter rim. Paul George, not Paul George, excuse me, Kawhi Leonard can palm the ball. You know, Kawhi Leonard's game is not fancy. It's just direct, and he just get buckets. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not fancy. It's not flashy. It's not Steph Curry. We can dribble, 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 shoot for half court, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. You're like, oh, wow, he hit this shot for here? Hit that shot for there? No, Kawhi Leonard is going to go at you. May palm the ball in your hand, palm it behind him, mm-hmm. and just go to work. Paul George is smooth like art, like Picasso, and you hit shots. Now you have Russell Westbrook going down, driving, attacking the basket, attacking the basket. It's three coaches in the NBA that I like, and that's that's Steve Kerr, which of course mm-hmm. everybody say he got to go to state this season. Then you have Spolster in Miami, who finds a way to have every year for some reason when playoff time happens. His Miami Heat. <laughs> It's always in that running for some mm-hmm. reason. He's a really good coach. And then you have Ty Lue, who has a lot of guys. He won a championship with LeBron. He got the curse off LeBron in Cleveland. And at the same time, his team is really good, depending on what the scenario is. Right. If this team is not like like offense is not ran like the Lakers, drive, drive, kick to the shooter. This offense is predicated upon Guys, you got two guys who can ISO and play one-on-one. They're not looking for a setup and kick out and shoot a jump shot. These guys can shoot off the dribble at the three-point line, get to the rim of the three-point line. Now, you may have a guy like Marquise Morris and Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon who can kick out and do things. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is in the best situation of his career at the moment outside of, you know, he's the OKC with Harden and KD because he's going to be able to beat the person who he is. Push, push, tempo, tempo, tempo. And he's going to get the ball. It's going to be so much easier because he ain't got to worry about – they're not going to push him to the side and be on the wing like right. like LeBron James did and needs the ball, handling which rightfully so LeBron needs the ball. This group right here needs him to handle. They set this whole trade up by getting rid of Jim Wall, yep. Reggie Jackson. Automatically, I'm saying to myself, this right here says Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook. He didn't have to move here and do anything. Got bought out. Pretty much got a cheap contract. And I'm going to tell you now, early, this team is healthy with Ty Lue. Ladies and gentlemen, the world, my raw thoughts, made the best team win between the L.A. Clippers and the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference Finals.
That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean no. I I think that that would be. I think I think Adams. Uh, I must say Adam Stern. <laughs> Adam Silver. I think uh, would be pleased with that. That that was the case. Obviously, they're not going to be mad if Steph Curry and them find a way and figure it out and get there. You feel like they get their experience. They'll always be there because you know, they know how to do it. They're, they're always going to be in, in the picture. But yeah, I, I think that, that that would be dope if we got Clippers Suns in the Commerce Finals. I think that the Clippers would beat them. <clears throat> um, if 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 really locked in and healthy, I feel like you know because I I just I trust Kawhi in those moments more than Kevin Durant. Um, Durant's a better talent. I mean, let's 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 not get crazy. But no question, no question. I, I trust I trust that Kawhi. I trust Kawhi when he when he wants to be involved to shut anyone down when he wants to. Right. Like he, he's he, he's 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 that good. <laughs> and um, yeah. So I mean, we should, we should be excited to be. Um, you know, we should be excited to see what happens uh, over the next few months. But yeah, um, could you imagine that, that that LeBron James could be sitting home out of the playoffs, which we would never believe it, and Russell Westbrook gets traded to the LA Clippers, and the and the LA Clippers get to the NBA Finals with two two way players oh, and Paul George Quilletta? I wanted to happen so badly. Look, look. So this is like this will be like you you, you play Russ, Russell Westbrook, even though he's my favorite player. Mm-hmm. But you know, LeBron is just that that just he's in another level. He's in another mm-hmm. stratosphere. And to see that and it happens, you know, things can happen. But with that being said, one more topic, and then we're gonna go to Roth Thoughts Minute. The and we're gonna make this kind of short and quick for podcast purposes. And Roth's saga. How you feel about it in a minute? Uh I think that I'm a sucker for guys staying with their one team for the career. That's why I was so mad about Brady leaving. Um, was mad about Far leaving back in the day, and it right. looks like it looks like history is repeating itself. He he deserves to be happy as a as a human, as an athlete. Correct, correct, correct. Um, but at the same time, I just feel like you know Ted Thompson has got to have done. Well, I don't know if Ted Thompson's out there, but the guys whoever, whoever whoever the powers that be over there in at Green Bay, uh, I feel like they've 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 bended, they've worked hand over foot to get that job done with Aaron Rodgers and. He's played them like a fiddle. Um, so I think that, you know, it looks like it's coming to an end. Don't know where he goes. I mean, I know we talked about the Jets earlier. Uh, Vegas may be a destination as well. I just think that he needs to sit back, uh, weigh out the pros and cons again. Once again, it would be for the third year in a row, really. Um, people talk about Brett Favre, but he's doing a lot worse than Brett Favre ever did. And, and in my opinion, when it comes to – uh, will he retire? Will he leave? What is he going to do? Uh, type thing. But uh, I'd, I'd rather see him stay in Green Bay. But if he is going to leave, it'd be cool to see him in Vegas. Not the Jets, but on, on the Vegas <clears throat> would be pretty dope. See him against Mahomes twice a year would be phenomenal. Me, that for, for TV, correct. For TV, but the right. worst thing for, for me, I'm a raw mind, raw mind. If it's Vegas, Jets, stay in Green Bay. reason why I'm saying Green Bay is because you're not going to beat Patrick Mahomes, but like you're saying, um, Hollywood Ray, seeing that is box office, you're not gonna beat him. People don't understand, like he going to Vegas, baseball, blah. Yeah, it's cool. He's not gonna win the Super Bowl in Vegas. He's in the same boat he is in in Green Bay. He's not gonna win Super Bowl. His chance of getting to a Super Bowl would be higher in Green Bay than in Las Vegas. I don't think he's gonna beat the Chargers. I think the Broncos will be better this year. That's my preseason thought. And I think Kansas City is going to be the chance for Patrick Mahomes. 
yeah, I don't know, but I, I just I just think about the Raiders team. So and I, I was gonna ask something else, so but go ahead, go ahead, go. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, well, I asked that, then I'll chime in. Ask that first, I'll chime in. I end up realizing I, I had a I, this research the Las Vegas Raiders, mm-hmm. Oakland Raiders combined have not had a top 15 defense in 2002. And you're playing against Patrick Mahomes and the L.A. Chargers. I'm not including the Broncos. And what, what happened? Think three teams come out there? Like, like they're going to get scored on. Like, the, the Raiders are going to get scored on. And 100 points, Tom, I mean, not how many points um, Aaron Rodgers puts up with Devontae Adams, they're going to get scored on. Their issue is they can't stop nobody. And, I mean, it's okay, you know, in the – you're going to score a lot of points, but at some point you're going to have to stop somebody mm-hmm. and nobody's afraid of them. And that was my only issue. Now going into the Jets, I'm just still saying again with the Jets, I like Robinson Law defense. And I think they want him there in New York. But can Aaron Rodgers move? It's very moody. And I don't know in New York, excuse me, he's not ready for New York media. You ain't going to be able to turn them off like you do in Green Bay. They're going to eat you alive, spit you out, put you back in their mouth and spit you out again. But go ahead. No, facts, facts. Um, but I'm, saying, I'm just – I'm thinking just from a, a personnel standpoint. So, yes, obviously Mahomes, not just in the AFC West, but the NFL across the board, is creme de la creme. He's the cream of the crop. Like, he, he is the guy. Not a guy, he's the guy, right? Head right. of the table, right? <laughs> um, you know, so everyone has to acknowledge him, right? Boom. Put that one Put that one thing <laughs> Uh, well, but I, I do. I do think that having Josh Jacobs, having Darren Waller, uh, Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro, um, I just think that type of offense is one would be. It would be by far the best offense he's ever been around. And yeah, yeah. Aaron, yeah. Aaron Jones is dope. Must give Aaron Jones is more of a pass catching guy. I just think that having having Josh Jacobs who. Was not only just a fantasy you know, gold mine, but he was someone that gave everyone work week in and week out. Um, I w- I would love to see that because um, they would they would split with 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 they would split with Kansas City. I think, in, in my opinion, in a regular season, if that was the case. Um, Aaron Rodgers not going to be. I mean, Aaron Rodgers not going to be afraid at the moment. Once again, he, he may not he may no not question. play, but. <clears throat> he's not going to be afraid at the moment. So I, I think that um, I I would enjoy. Seeing that, and if I'm him, I'd push my way to get there and just have a last we were all there. You know, yeah, and we'll leave it at that. New Rich Gannon. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, we're going to go to the Raw Thoughts Minute. We got like four minutes left on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, You have one minute to give your Raw Thoughts on any sports take in the NFL. Go. Uh, I'm excited for the Celtics run, man. Like I said, everyone knows that I am a Celtics fan. Uh, they currently stand on 40. They're 43 and 17 on the season. So there's 22 games left in the regular season. So um, I am not concerned with Jason Tatum winning MVP. I know that that has been a topic on many podcasts, it's been a topic on many national media outlets. I could care less for him to get an MVP in a regular season. The only MVP that I, that I care about is him holding it up in June. I was on the floor. Last season, when I heard 103, the Golden State Warriors 103, your Boston Celtics 90, the Golden State Warriors are your 2022 NBA World Champions. And Draymond Green yelled in my ear saying, I got four, motherfucker. 
I can't, I can't do it. It's still personal, huh? It's, it's, it's still personal. It's, it still hurts. It bothers me. So I don't care about the Brooklyn MVP. Get to the, get back to the finals. Smack whoever, because it don't matter. We fine in the East. We're fine. East is fine. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get out the East, in my opinion. It's it, we gotta worry about whoever we get to the West. We get there when we get there. But um, it's 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 put up a set up time. Step up or step aside. For me, my role thoughts been gonna make this super quick. And this goes out to <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, my my man, not my man, but whoever man, man, you're you're a good guy. He came from Duke, so I get it. You had one good season, mm-hmm. and if you think you getting forty five million off of one season, you are on more than drugs. You on something that is not made of. You got to prove yourself more than one season if you think you can get forty five million a year with Gable. Which you don't understand, Brian Dable won Coach of the Year. So you do know when people look at this award, they look at you being good because of him. Not because of you being you, but you be being being good because of him. Relax. Take what you can get. Because you're going to mess around and be a free agent if you think you're going to get $45 million. And that's my raw thoughts. And I understand you with the Giants. You didn't have a team, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. But you better be a free agent if you think you're getting $45 million a year. You can forget it. Ain't no team in the field give you $45 million a year. $45 million a year. You can't even get out of the Man, raw <laughs> thoughts, you done lost your mind. And whatever you're drinking, you need to stop. If you need therapy sessions, you got enough money already before the $45 million to go find help. Because you right. need help. You think you get $45 million. Right. My <laughs> raw thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, hey. I'm, I'm with you, man. Like I said, we, I ain't got nothing to add on that. That's that. We, we can wrap on that. Man. that that's perfect. <laughs> and with that being said, people, my people out here, man, Raw Mind Sports Show, it's over. Raw Mind Live, it's over. We got my guy, Hollywood Ray, a.k.a. That's my sports. He'll plug his in, plug himself in right now. Anymore. Yeah, so like 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 Ryan just said, man, uh, find me on That's My Sports. Uh, we just finally got live and got, you know, up and, up on there on YouTube. So um, okay. we have, yeah, so we, we – so you type in that's my sports. So T H A T apostrophe S, uh, and then my sports. It should pop up. It'd be a black and red uh, logo. Uh, so you know, once again, hit that subscribe button. Once again, we we don't, we just shared one video now, so we have to obviously upload a lot more. But happy about that. And then yeah, I'm also on a show called uh, Missing a Point, and uh, you can also find us on YouTube if you just type in Missing a Point podcast. Uh, you can hit the subscribe button, hit the likes, um, all, all that good stuff. So, uh, once again, thanks for having me on, man, as always. And once again, I look forward to the next time. And with that being said, Raw Mind, Raw Thoughts is out. Subscribe to all podcast platforms. Yes. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts. That's it. That's all. Raw Mind Sports is out.